Hey, hey, welcome back to Parentheses the Podcast. My name is Belle. This is my podcast where I talk about all things business, copywriting, marketing, books I'm reading, pretty much anything I feel like talking about. And today's episode is all about the holidays, specifically the Christmas uh, or winter holidays in December. And I'm really excited to kind of get into some thoughts I've been having about the holiday season. I actually listened to a really fantastic podcast episode that inspired this one. Um, It was, let me think, the Breakthrough Brand Podcast, which I love, love, love. Elizabeth um, does a phenomenal job on it. And she was talking about how to really take like intentional time off during the holidays as a business owner um, and just some really cool like tradition ideas. And as I was listening to the podcast, um, which was again, a blend of like the business piece of the taking time away from your laptop, that kind of thing. But then also a great episode all about um, what traditions maybe, you know, you could try or things that she really likes doing with her family. Um, I got thinking about just the holidays in general and I have some thoughts. (laughs) I have some thoughts on the holidays. I am a huge, huge fan of uh, Christmas and New Year's and um, the solstice is also exciting. Like there's so many good fun things in this um, this month of December. And I am definitely a fan, like all I'm, I, I love the making cookies. I love the coziness. I love the Christmas socks. Like I really love it. Um, but I also have some thoughts, um, that I just haven't heard as many people talking about. And as I was listening to this episode, um, and just really reflecting on the holidays from my perspective and, and thinking about people I've had conversations with about this time of year. And I think what's so tricky about this season is that it is so flippin' wonderful. It is so amazing, but it is also so tough for so many people and in so many different ways. And I think it's tough to sometimes navigate those things both being true at the same time. And when I say it's tough, I mean that some people maybe can't see certain members of their family. I know a lot of people have um, a really hard holiday season after um, losing members of their family that year, or um, maybe being stuck somewhere where they can't visit family, or um, you know, visiting family when maybe you don't um, get along super well, or maybe it adds a lot of stress or anxiety to this season um, to visit certain people or to see certain people. So I've just had a lot of conversations with people over the past few weeks as we head into this month. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about just some thoughts on the holidays, just some ideas, some mindset things. Um, also, of course, I'm going to talk about how I specifically get into feeling festive. Um, and it's a little different. It's, it's a little less of the traditional, like go look at Christmas lights, like that kind of thing. Um, and so I'm excited to dive into all of that. So yeah, anyways, I have a lot of thoughts I'm going to share, but what I wanted to start with is just some personal updates, things that have been happening. I promised you last episode that I would dive into a few specific uh, recaps and reviews. So first off, let's just touch base on the fact that Canada is no longer in the World Cup. Um, what a bummer. Uh, I <laughs> I was sitting at a pub at like 8 a.m. or 8, 9 a.m. in the morning um, when the historic goal was scored. So for anyone who is not a World Cup fan, um, and I, I talked about my feelings on the World Cup last episode um, a little bit, but we did uh, get really excited that Canada made it um, and was playing 
playing against some really tough teams, but put on such an incredible show over the games that they played. And um, one of the things about Canada being in the Men's World Cup is that the men's team uh, has only been in, I believe, once before back in the 80s, and they've never scored a goal. And so they did score a goal in their second game, which was um, a while ago at this point. And uh, it was really exciting. It was really incredible. It was a beautiful goal. And um, it was really cool to get to be there. We, um, Me and my partner, Josh, and uh, one of our friends all went uh, in the morning. We tried to get into a really cool English-style pub uh, quite close to our house. And there was a lineup around the block at like 8 a.m. in the morning. So we ended up going to a different spot. And it was really fun to get to see it. It was like in the first like minute and a half of the game. And uh, it was a really historic moment because that has never happened before. So that was really exciting. Then they proceeded to not win that game, which was, of course, very disappointing. Um, but they they really did fight till the very end. So we were very proud. And, and it was definitely fun to see that historical moment. So I wanted to touch base that, yes, I saw it. I was, <laughs> I was cheering with everyone when it happened. And it was very, very exciting. And I am really excited for when they come back um, for the next World Cup in the next four years. I guess um, it'll be a while. But, <laughs> but I really do believe that they... Um, uh, had a lot of potential and got a pretty pretty rough draw for who they had to play against. So anyways, just wanted to touch base on that briefly. Um, another thing I wanted to just do a quick recap on because I mentioned it uh, in my last episode is I did go to my book club. And yes, it is my book club. I am going again. I had such a fun time. And uh, everyone was so, so lovely, so welcoming, um, which was really nice. So I didn't feel like I was coming into something and I, you know, not feeling like I was included. Everyone was really, really um, good at making me feel welcome. We went to a new um, brewery that I had not tried before. So that was also really fun. And um, a bunch of people ordered food and we talked about books. We talked about life. We talked about a lot of them have smaller kids. So we talked a lot about family and kids. And um, yeah, it was just a really great um, a great time. I, I really enjoyed. Um, I am going to the next one. Actually, what is so nice is I went to the first one and then, um, because this, the next month is of course, December, um, it's coming up relatively quickly because obviously they don't want to do it over like peak Christmas, uh, time. Cause a lot of people have plans with family or go away. Uh, so the next one is actually coming up quite quickly and we're going to do a little book exchange, a little white elephant book exchange. And I'm really looking forward to it. I have to decide what book I'm going to bring. Um, the idea was to bring something you already have, but as you know, um, uh, if you've listened to all the podcasts, uh, we had a bit of a rough moving situation when we moved here. So all my books are back in my in-laws basement and, um, I only have maybe like six or so physical copies of books, uh, here in this house. So I will have to maybe do some thrift shopping or go to a cute used bookstore and pick up something that I would like to share. So I'm really looking forward to that. Actually, I love a good book exchange. I think that's always so fun. Um, Yeah, so I wanted to let you guys know it was good. I was a little nervous, but it ended up being wonderful. And I'm really excited for this next one. I think um, it's kind of fun. Like you talk about books for sure, but then you also get to just talk about other things and about other books you're reading and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's a nice mix that way. And the in-person, I think, really does make a difference. I do not think I would enjoy the Zoom book clubs. If you do love a Zoom book club, like that's so cool. Um, And it makes it a lot more accessible and you can join more than one. But I think the in-person for me was a really, really good call because it definitely made a difference in how much I was excited to go and talk about the book and um, make sure I was reading it ahead of time and all that kind of thing. So yeah, it was fantastic. 
Um, a couple other things um, that I've just been really thinking and reflecting on this week is how valuable it is in the winter months, especially. And I think this is important, like any time, honestly. But I've been really feeling it is well. Just for clarity, it is negative twenty-one degrees right now outside, and it's cold. She's a cold one. And later today, I am actually headed to a hot yoga class and. I was really not sure uh, if I wanted to try hot yoga again. I think I've done it one time. Yeah, I've only done it once. And it was an experience. It was... (laughs) It was a time. Uh, Let me paint the picture, actually, because it is a funny story. I go, I book this hot yoga class. I am not usually a hot yoga gal, as um, this story is going to illustrate. And I uh, wasn't really sure what to expect. I think I got like a a deal on a class. There was a, a studio that was putting on a deal. And so I was like, oh, perfect. I'll just try a class. I've never done this before. You know me. Love, uh, <laughs> love taking a step outside the comfort zone. Um, and that's kind of a joke, uh, to be clear. Um, but I do, I do love it when I do it. It's just hard before you do it, you know? So anyways, this, this studio had a deal. This was several years ago at this point, probably like four years ago. This was a long time ago. So it's been a long time since I've done this before. And, um, at that point I had never been to a class, so I, I uh, was going to try it. So I, 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 booked it for like right at the end of the work day. And I, I got off work a little bit early. I went in a bit early and then I got off a bit early. So I'd kind of planned my whole day around this class and I'm driving downtown and I'm trying to find somewhere to park. And there is a, um, a car parkade right across the street from the studio. So I go into the parkade and this was a bad call because For anyone who goes to boutique studios like yoga classes or spin classes, you'll know that um, you want to get there a little early because you want to have time to like sign in and get your spot and stuff like that. So at this point, I have like 10 minutes until the class starts. So I'm waiting in this parkade for what feels like an hour. Like it is taking so long for people to move through this parkade. I can find no spots. I'm drastically trying to find something. Everyone is going so slow because it's the end of a workday. Of course, everyone is leaving. Um, So I'm like the only person trying to go up, which means it's really tough for me to find anything. Anyways, it was a nightmare. Then I end up parking. I'm now running. I have like four minutes till this class starts. So now I'm like running down the parkade steps, like literally sprinting. I have my raincoat on. I still have sweaters and like jacket, like so much, so much clothing. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to take all this off run in. I still have to fill in this freaking form (laughs) so that they, I've like signed off on being in there and I'm feeling so stressed. But when I get in there, um, it's so chill, so calm. Like the waiting room is like so relaxing. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe this isn't going to be so bad. Like I know I'm really, you know, running close to being, um, the time when it starts, but, um, at least I'm here. Everything's really chill in here. So I fill in this form. I'm starting to feel more calm that was a mistake. I should not have been feeling more calm. The worst was still yet to come. So I have no idea what to expect, right? And there's not enough time for people to like show me around the studio and stuff because the class is starting. In fact, I'm pretty sure it had already started by like a few minutes. Luckily at the beginning of hot yoga classes, usually you just do like Shavasana for a few minutes, which is you just lie on the floor and like chill. And the person kind of starts the music and like gets everything going. So I don't know any of this at that point. <laughs> I, I'm still in my raincoat. I do not have any water in my water bottle. Like I am not a prepared gal today. 
And they've made, they've made me fill in this form. Now I'm going in. They're like, okay, here's the door. Here's where you can fill up your water bottle. You can just put your stuff in cubbies at the back of the room when you get in there and then find a spot on the floor and we'll get started. Like I'm, they've probably already got started. I'm like, okay, great. So I fill up a little bit of my water bottle. Like got some water now. Now I'm really running close to being like, okay, I am now walking into a late class. I walk in to something I was not expecting, which is a pitch dark room. And I have, of course, I am, of course, exaggerating a little bit because it is obviously not absolutely dark, but it is really freaking dark. Very, very dark. I walk in. Um, I still have my raincoat on, folks. Like I still am wearing this freaking raincoat because it was gross outside. And I have a toque. Like I'm dressed for the warm. And I walk into a sauna. I had no idea it was going to be this warm. And I'm looking around and the room is huge, first of all. It is also literally full. There is, I'm looking around, every single piece of floor space is taken and I am still wearing this freaking raincoat. So then I have to go put all my stuff in the back in a cubby. So I'm like weaving through people. The class is pretty much started. Like they're kind of getting going on a couple poses. I'm like, what am I going to do? Thankfully I had a mat. So I, I had a mat that I had with me. I'm like taking off all my jackets and stuff and trying to put it all in this tiny little cubby. I have a metal water bottle, so it's clanging around. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am the worst human right now. Um, So yeah, feeling very stressed, already feeling like I'm looking around. Everyone, as I said, there is no space on the floor. I have no idea where I'm going to put my mat. And everyone looks like a fitness model. And I am wearing a long sleeve shirt and um, like long tights or whatever. And everyone else is wearing like booty shorts and tiny, cute, like matching pattern sports bras and look so cute. They have their hair done in these cute buns. I'm like, how are these women wearing makeup in this sauna? Like everyone looks so pro. So I'm like, okay, everyone is already so much cooler than I am in this situation. And I still need to find a spot to put my mat. So I'm looking around and I re- the class has started. Like I don't want to be taking up too much time. So the only spot that was available is, this is probably the worst part of the story, is in the middle of a spotlight. That is, you know how, and maybe if you've never been to like a kind of boutique studio, um, maybe you haven't seen this, but you probably can picture what I'm talking about, where they project the logo onto the floor, like with a little light. It's not usually huge, um, maybe like the, you know, the width of a yoga mat, like it's not that big, but it's, it's definitely uh, substantial. And they're projecting the logo onto the floor. So no one like takes that spot because you'd be in a spotlight. But when there are no other spots left, where else do you think I'm going to go? Except now I am not only the person that arrived late, not only the person that does not realize metal water bottles are not the thing to bring to a yoga class because they clang and are kind of annoying. Um, But now I also am sitting, yes, in the spotlight. So I am in the middle of the floor. I have a spotlight on me. I am the only person who did not get the matching cute yoga outfit memo. Um, And I have never done hot yoga before. So that was my journey. The actual class was actually wonderful. And the studio was lovely. And the actual experience of the class was actually great. (laughs) But my journey to getting in there was a time. And I then proceeded to do every single move and pose in this spotlight for the whole hour that I was in that room. So that was an experience. That was my only time I'd ever done hot yoga. This is all a preemptive story. Um, And 
Uh, just pretty much to give you background on the fact that I tried hot yoga for the first time last week since that experience. (laughs) It was amazing. It was so wonderful. Such a different experience. Everyone was lovely. Um, Got in. It wasn't like no one was like super chatty or anything. It wasn't like I made an instant friend or something in the dressing room, but it was such a beautiful studio. I got a really good deal for Black Friday on a few passes um, because I, I kind of was looking for a few like fitness options over the Black Friday weekend and I got a good deal. So now I can go to a few classes and try it out. And I tried it out last week and I'm going again today and I really, really enjoyed it. I, I went to some more like peaceful classes, not like a workout class. And I think it's great to be like in the heat and um, really like relaxing. I do it usually on Fridays, which is like end of the week. So kind of getting into a good mindset for the weekend. Um, so yeah, so I'm really excited about it now, but I wanted to give you that funny story. But my point being is that I was reflecting a lot on how much value there is in stepping outside your comfort zone and like trying something a little bit different um, over the winter months, especially because you can kind of get a little bit into a slog or like a routine that is tough when it's also cold outside and it gets dark. And um, so I really think that like switching things up, trying new things. I also went out for um, uh, a drink with a new friend. Like I I reached out to someone who I had met um, through a friend of a friend and went and did that this week. That was really great. So little things that are like stepping a little bit outside of what you normally do or, um, you know, meeting up with somebody that you've, you know, been an acquaintance of before, but you have never like hung out one-on-one, like doing that, doing a different type of workout routine or a different type of, um, movement, like in your day, I really think it's key for me. And, and I would just wanted to share in case anyone is also feeling some, some winter blahs. Um, and I think it's going to be something I kind of turn back to over and over through the winter is just thinking like, what else can I do? That's a little bit different or that switches up kind of my routine a little bit. Um, I, I find it really helpful for my mental health through the, um, winter months. Okay. So now that ended up taking a little bit longer than I thought because (laughs) I told you a full on story, but I want to uh, get into talking about the holidays. So I kind of mentioned how I'd been really reflecting on just the, how the holidays are so wonderful and beautiful and there's so much like togetherness and, you know, visiting with people maybe you haven't seen in a while, like friends and family or, you know, making time to do meals together and things like that. And, you know, going to see Christmas lights and Christmas movies. And it's like all so fun and wonderful. And I don't want to take that away. And I am going to kind of bring that up a few times. But I also really want to be real that, um, you know, if you work uh, in retail, if you work in, honestly, if you just work with people in any capacity, um, the holidays can also be really tough. Um, If you work at home, the holidays can be sometimes tough. Like I find it really tough sometimes to like take really intentional time away from work for the holidays. Um, And so I'm going to talk a little bit about that. But I I just want to kind of acknowledge the the duality that the holidays are and that if you are feeling um, a mix of excitedness and also feeling maybe a little bit challenged in certain things, maybe some anxiety or some stress, um, I just want to really let you know, like I am right there with you (laughs) and I think it is so normal and I actually think more people... Uh, my theory is that people feel lame or feel kind of like a downer if they bring up things that are stressing them out over the holidays or challenges that they're having. So they feel almost like, oh, I shouldn't bring that up because this is supposed to be like, we're supposed to be talking about the fun parts of this. But 
I think it's important to be able to kind of acknowledge both. Like the holidays are lovely, um, but they are also really stressful or sometimes can bring up like tough emotions and stuff like that. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to make sure I really, really took time to kind of let you know if you are feeling like both those feelings at the same time for this month. Um, I think it is a lot more common than you think it is. And I think sometimes people just feel a little bit um, like it would be... uh, how do I say this? Yeah. Like what I mentioned before that it would be, um, it's not as cool or it's not as, uh, not as accepted to talk about the tougher parts of the holidays. Um, because also you obviously don't just want to be negative about it. There are, you know, lots of great things. You get some time off work, like no matter what your schedule looks like, whatever, there's, there's lots of good things that come with it. Lots of fun foods, lots of whatever. So I think there are lots of good things, but it is definitely important to acknowledge both um, both, both emotions are totally fine for over the holidays. And I am definitely feeling a mix of both. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, and this is definitely a key point of stress for a lot of people. Um, and especially like conversations I've been having with friends and and family and all of that over this season. Um, I want to just acknowledge and, and normalize a little bit that, um, gift giving is not everyone's love language and it is really tough sometimes when maybe you're having um, some struggles with finances or maybe you have more people to shop for this year or um, you know if there's any kind of stress over gifting um, I think for me that is definitely something I am not a phenomenal gift giver I will own up to that I I love gifting like experiences or like things that people really need Um, but I, I, I have a lot of I don't know anxiety around gifting and um I I love like giving people things and having them love it and being so excited like I really do love that feeling it's not that I don't like that um but I think it's really important to um remember that not everyone has the same financial um circumstances and that gifting can mean like a whole bunch of different things I think you know someone was hating on gift cards the other day that I was um I think I was listening to a podcast because that's all I do you know um but I think I was listening to a podcast where someone was really hating on gift cards and I really thought to myself I'm like I think if someone gifted me like a cute card and a Starbucks gift card or a gift card to, I don't know, like a cute cafe or, or a, even a grocery store, like anything, I'd be stoked. Are you kidding me? Like that's so something I need. It's something I'm going to use. Like, of course I'd be stoked about that. And so this idea like that certain gifts are kind of lame or like, oh, you know, um, we really only do homemade or we really only shop local or we really only do things people need or like whatever you want to kind of like label as like this is what we're doing for gifts or this is what's worth it for gifts or anything. I think it's so silly. Like I think it is so nice to just think about more the the generosity or the wanting to acknowledge how much you care about somebody and do it however it works for you. Like if you are running low on cash this year, like make some really sweet cards and give that to people. Or if you are, um, or if you see one thing and it's like a little bit more than you spent on your other parent or something like that's okay. Like I really think taking some pressure off on the gifting is so necessary, um, for a lot of people. And if you love gifting, like if it's your favorite thing, oh my gosh, run with it. That's amazing. Like you should feel so stoked. This is your time. Like, (laughs) that's awesome. But I just think this idea of like putting pressure on yourself or other people, um, with like how much a gift costs or how thoughtful it, like how personal it is, or if it's, um, I don't know, like 
I guess what I'm just trying to say is that um, I think a lot of people have stress around gifting. And I was just really reflecting on that. I was like, how much nicer would it be if you just gifted what you thought was nice, what you could, you know, manage, what um, you wanted to gift somebody? Like, what if that was just it? And then you just had zero like expectations about everything, including what gifts you were going to get or what gifts you were going to give. And like just taking away a lot, a lot of that expectations, um, the high expectations or unrealistic expectations and really just going with what works for where you're at and what you um, personally want to do, I think is totally fair. And that goes for both like giving and receiving. Um, so I just wanted to, to put that out there. It's just a thought I've been having. I think if you are a natural gift giver and you love it and you have the, the means to do that in a way that you would like to, that is so awesome. And you definitely should not feel bad about that or, or feel like, oh, well, what if they, you know, don't give this to me or whatever. I just think that having that kind of zero expectations view on gifting and just like I, um, for example, I'm putting together some cute cards that I'm going to send out to some of my long-term clients, but like zero expectations that they would send me anything. Like, I think it's just that mindset about everything. And then also no stress. If like, if someone sent me something and I sent them something small, like if we gifted things and it didn't feel like they were cost the same amount of money, my new mindset is just that that's okay. Like that's fine. It's like something they felt they wanted to gift. And it's something I felt I wanted to gift, or it's something we could manage gifting this season. Or, you know, if someone gifted me something and I didn't get them something like, I just really, I'm trying to take away a lot of that expectation stuff this year. Um, for me personally, it just feels um, like the better uh, the better mindset to have. And it's just taking away a lot of that stress and, and creating more space for um, the true like meaning of gifting and, and just wanting to show that you care and show that you're thinking about somebody and showing that you love them and all those beautiful things. Really trying to focus in on that instead of all of the expectations and stress that can come with um, that part of the season. Anyways, this is all just my thoughts anyway. <laughs> so if, uh, if you have different thoughts, that's totally fine. But this is just what I've been thinking. And if it resonates, um, then I'm glad. And if it doesn't, that's totally fine too. Um, okay, last thing I wanted to kind of touch on is a little bit similar to what I've been kind of saying about like some of my mindset over the holidays um, and heading into this season. And this is a little bit different for me. I'm going home for Christmas for the first time, um, which means I'm taking like intentional time off of work, which I, I do try to do every year, like taking time where I'm not available for calls, available for emails, like those kinds of things. But to be really like, I don't know, traveling over Christmas is going to be really, really interesting um, and kind of cool. I'm very excited actually about the like coming home for Christmas is a cool mindset to have and like a cool experience that I know a lot of people have in the past, but I've always lived like relatively close to, to lots of my family members so that it's always felt a little different than it does this year. So I'm in kind of a new new headspace for, for holidays. And um, we also left all of our Christmas decorations um, back at our old place because, again, of the moving truck issue that I mentioned earlier. So we don't have like a tree or anything we're setting up. So holidays are just like feeling a little different. And for like a whole bunch of reasons, obviously. And what that has really made me think is that you can really make the season whatever you would like it to be. And this is obviously the theme of many different like movies and podcasts and books and all that kind of stuff. Like, um, and so I know this isn't like a unique thought or anything, but it is something I've really been reflecting on a lot in terms of, um, 
you know, like how much you decorate or what you do to get in the the, the holiday season or what you're, you know, really going to focus on over the, the holidays. Um, I think just remembering that you can really decide that it's whatever you would like it to be. If you want to go all out and decorate and do it really, really early and just be like full on and make Christmas cookies every weekend and watch like a thousand Hallmark movies and just go full out. That is amazing. Embrace it. Love that for you. If you want to um, get through a ton of books or work on a project you've been wanting to do over the holidays, like that's amazing too. If you want to work and like make a bunch of extra income, like I think that's super cool. Um, I just think that however you want to approach the season, really, this is just a reminder and I know I need reminders all the time because I get stressed about stuff like this all the time. Um, it just, that, that it's just such a good reminder, I think, to, um, Treat it the way you want to treat it and make it what you want it to be because ultimately that's what we have to do all the time. That's what we do with our life. That's what we do with birthdays and any kind of celebration or any kind of like big moment. Like you can really decide what you want it to look like and just that reminder that it doesn't have to look like what other people are doing and that that everyone can be having fun and doing their thing and enjoying it in the way they want to um, is so freeing, at least for myself. And whenever I remind myself of that, I'm like, oh, it's like a release. It's like a something off through your shoulders or whatever. And that really um, came to me when I was thinking, I was actually looking back at a bunch of old blog posts from back when I had like a lifestyle blog um, several years ago. And one of the blog posts was talking about relationships and one of and how one of my biggest lessons in having like a longer term relationship at that point, I think it was like five years, we're coming up on eight now, which seems crazy. Um, but having this longer relationship at, at that point when I wrote this post I, and I was kind of rereading it and it was all about how one of the biggest lessons that I have taken over the years is that your relationship does not need to look like anybody else's. That, you know, you can be inspired by other people's, you know, long term relationships like we are both very blessed that our parents are still together and and that's so cool and we can like take so much inspiration and and um take what we want from that and be inspired and all those things but also that like the way you interact as a couple or the way that your personalities work together or what you like to do together or what you don't like to do together or how you split up chores or whatever it is does not need to look like everybody else's relationship or doesn't need to look like somebody else that you're looking at. And this is just a reminder that comparison is always, always the wrong way to go, (laughs) Um, which we of course know we've seen all the Instagram graphics, you know, the quotes. Um, But (laughs) it was really cool seeing that back in this old blog post of mine and seeing it about the relationship thing and then just thinking wow that applies to literally everything and I am really trying to apply it to um, the Christmas season this year for myself is really taking a look at what other people are doing and just loving that for them but doing what I would like to do and using the season the way I would like to um, and the way of course like our family wants to and those kinds of things so that is just a whole whack load of my, my holiday season thoughts. And now (laughs) I want to finish off here with uh, some of the things I am going to be doing for the holiday season to get into the mood the way I would like to, the way I enjoy feeling festive. And, um, it's a little bit different. I thought it was just a little bit different and fun from some of the things that I have seen, um, on social or in other podcasts and things like that. So I thought I would share. So first one is, um, 
I love a puzzle. And for some reason, puzzles to me just signify the holidays. So we may not have like a huge amount of lights up or a huge amount of like decor around our house, but we do have this Christmas puzzle that we've been working on sitting on our coffee table. And whenever I work on it, I just like get into the festive spirit. And it's so nice. We could be, we don't even need to be like watching a Christmas movie while I do it. Like I just really love puzzles. And for me, puzzles always mean the holiday season because for some reason that's when like that's how they're connected in my brain so for me doing a fun Christmas puzzle and you can get like really uh, cheap ones actually at like thrift stores and stuff um, like cute Christmassy ones um, or actually a really cool spot that I found some puzzles a while ago was at um, what was it called Marshall's I think I found them at Marshall's and there was a bunch of like really cute ones. They don't have them all the time, but if you go in the game section, there's some really good ones. And I think they were like $12, like really, really nice and cheap, um, uh, activities to do. And, um, we got a couple actually, and they're very like festive. Um, so we'll be doing those. Um, yeah, so definitely puzzles <laughs> seems silly, but for me, that's like a very festive thing to be doing and have like available on the table whenever you're kind of in the mood. The other thing is sending cards. So I am not a big, not a big sending cards person. Like I've never done the, you know, kind of, I know a lot of people still do this, but you know how people used to send these huge Christmas cards um, where they'd like write out every single thing that had happened like in their family's life and they were so cute. And I feel like people maybe shift that to like online now or something, or maybe people just send those cute little photo cards like to put on the, the, Uh, fridge and stuff like that. But for me, I really took that into my business mode and I am putting together some really cute little, um, like flowery kind of cards for, um, for some of my long-term clients, like some of my clients have had for a long time. I'm just putting together a couple cute cards and sending them off. Um, and so for me, that really got me in the Christmas spirit and was feeling very festive and very like wintry and new year's vibe. Um, so that was really fun as well. So if you are a business owner or if you are a contractor or a creative or, um, anything along those lines, sending out a couple cute client cards is like super cute. Um, I don't know if you enjoy putting together cards, um, that's been a really fun project, uh, that I would definitely recommend. The other thing is activities. So planning a few activities and I would recommend like sitting down with the people in your family or maybe your partner or friends, like some of your best friends and putting together like a list of things you really want to do over the holidays. So for me, that included like outdoor skating, watching some really specific Christmas movies that I really, really love. We have kind of like our top movies and we try to watch them closer to Christmas because they're like the best ones in our opinion. And, um, Uh, I actually have already watched a couple of my favorites. A few of my favorites are Four Christmases. I watched that when my mom was visiting a little while ago um, with her. That was really fun. Um, Another favorite is The Happiest Season. That one just gets me every time. I love that movie. It's a bit of a newer one too, which is kind of fun. Um, I also, of course, love Miracle on 34th Street. Josh and I argue all the time about which one is better, the older one or the newer one. I am team newer one, mostly because I love that little girl actor, the one she plays Matilda. Um, That's how I always remember her. Um, but I love that one as well. Um, I also, uh, watched Elf the other day, which I had not seen for ages and it's so cute. I, I forgot Zoe Deschanel, um, was blonde in it, which is so funny because I just remember her from new girl, obviously. Um, but that one's a really cute one as well. So lots of really good ones. We really love Klaus, which is like a cartoon, also a bit of a newer, newish one, um, from the past few years and, um, and Arthur's Christmas, of course. So those are some of, some of our top ones. Um, so definitely like planning out activities like that of like things you really want to watch or things you really want to do. Um, 
uh, I think I mentioned already like outdoor skating for me now that we live in a place where it's cold enough to skate outside has been definitely on my list. So putting together like a little list of like things you really want to do um, together. There's also um, a couple cute uh, like markets that are happening in the city here, uh, like Christmas markets. And I know that, um, that's on one of my lists as well is uh, hitting up a, a cool Christmas market. So putting together like a little list and then it doesn't have to be long. doesn't, they don't have to be crazy big activities, but if you put those together, it's kind of fun. Um, kind of fun to have and kind of fun to just like look at whenever you're looking for like a plan for the weekend or if you have a night off or something like that to be able to um, do some of those fun activities or watch those specific movies or whatever that looks like for you. And I'm trying to look at my list here. My last couple here are one of them being that I love a good Christmas sock. I love a good pair of Christmas socks. I think it's such a fun way to stay in the spirit, feel kind of festive, um, but not, uh, yeah, not have to like wear a full on like huge outfit. Um, but I do also love a Christmas sweater and I don't wear them like all the time, of course. Um, but going out, um, closer to the holidays and wearing a fun, like cozy sweater that has some fun designs and stuff, I think is so so cute so fun such a way to like feel in the mood and I am so bummed I am gonna wear it as soon as we get back to um our family's places back on on the island um I bought a Christmas sweater last year and I um as I mentioned left our Christmas box at our old place um and thought we might have been uh, able to get it um, uh, since we moved, but we we haven't had a chance quite yet. So as soon as I get back to the island, to my in-laws basement, I'm going to grab that Christmas sweater and I'm pretty much not going to take it off until um, New Year's is pretty much my plan. So <laughs> if you see me when I am back home for the holidays, that is what I will likely be wearing. Um, and my last one is just a suggestion. If you are a big reader like me and are planning some intentional time off during the holidays to be catching up on some books you want to read, um, one thing that was really fun is in my book club, one of the next books is uh, called Meet Me in London and it's our December read and um, it is like based in London around the holidays and it's very similar so far. I'm kind of, you know, a quarter of the way through. <laughs> it's very like cheesy Hallmark vibe in a book, <laughs> but it really reminds me of that movie Holiday with Emma Roberts uh, that is on, I think it's on Netflix, but it is very, very similar to that except based in London. And um, it's super cute. And I think sometimes reading something like fun and kind of Christmassy, either like a Christmas mystery or a Chris, not a Christmas mystery, but like a winter or like festive kind of mystery um, or like a romance or something like that or historical fiction that's based in like a wintry time is sometimes fun. Just like gets you really in the mood. Um, definitely one. This was actually a recommendation from Elizabeth on the Breakthrough Brand podcast, but I totally agree with her. <laughs> um, if you are also a mystery fan, I would highly, highly recommend The Hunting Party by Lucy Foley. Um, I really thought the wedding um, or the guest list by her, sorry, the guest list by Lucy Foley was like better, a better book, but the hunting party is her first one. And it's a mystery based in this kind of like hunting lodge in the snow. And it's very vibey. It really gets you like, I don't know, feeling festive and snowy. Um, but it's still a mystery, which is super fun. So those are two book recs. Um, plus the meet me in London, if you're looking for something kind of festive or kind of snowy <laughs> to be reading over the holidays. And that's definitely something I I'm really looking forward to is getting some more reading in, um, on top of all the visiting and celebrating and eating. 
Um, okay. So those are, those are, that's my episode. I think, (laughs) I think I'm done for the day and I hope you, um, whatever you are planning to do, um, whatever your feelings are around it, um, whatever your, your schedule looks like for the next month, I really, really hope you have a wonderful season. Um, as I said, however that looks like for you and, um, whatever you're choosing to do with your time, I really hope it is amazing. And I hope you head into a new year. Um, uh, really strong and just feeling good and hopefully, um, filled with good food and, um, some good visits with people you love and feeling excited about all that's to come in January. And I know it sounds like I'm signing off for like the entire year. I'm not, (laughs) I will still be posting episodes. Don't you worry. Um, and, uh, they just, they just won't be as holiday themed. This is just my holiday themed one. (laughs) So I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. If you have not rated or reviewed the podcast, it means the world to me on either Spotify or Apple podcasts, even just hitting the five stars or four stars, whatever you want to rate it. Um, and if you really don't like it, maybe don't rate it. <laughs> just, um, no, just kidding, but not really. Um, but if you haven't done that yet, it really does make such a difference in helping share the podcast with more and more people. Um, share it to your story. Send me a message on Instagram if you liked it. Anything like that would be so, so amazing. And I will catch you next week.